Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Kylie Camps and welcome to the podcast. This space is dedicated entirely to making a difference in the lives of women. I believe we all have a right and a responsibility to truly live our best lives. It all begins with curiosity, changing our thinking and cultivating more self-love. Through thoughtful conversations and shared experiences, I really hope that you can take something away from this podcast. I'm a business owner, a speaker, a sleep consultant, and mum of twin boys. I've also recently completed some training in the cognitive behavioral therapy space, and I'm super, super passionate about the ability that we all have to really improve our days. And ultimately, when we take ownership of improving our days, we're really improving our whole life. So let's get stuck into today's episode. Welcome to today's episode. This is a solo episode where I'm going to be speaking with you about my mental health toolkit and hopefully encourage some of you out there who are listening to consider what it is that you would put in your own mental health toolkit and how you can lean on these strategies to improve your days and help you get through those moments where life feels really tough. It's so important that we have strategies and resources and that we know ourselves well enough to be able to bring ourselves back up or keep ourselves safe when we're not feeling great. Now, before we dive into this episode, I want to take a minute to let you know about a journal that I truly love, and that is the Sleepy Joe Journal. I love this concept because it really can make a massive, massive difference to your mental state and also how well you sleep at night. The Sleepy Joe Journal is a dual purpose journal and planner space for to-do lists, gratitude and priorities. It's a really luxurious journal. It's got a good weight to it. Now, if you are someone who likes to write and you like and you appreciate a nice diary or journal, you'll know what I mean by that. You pick it up and it just feels like quality. It's vegan leather. It's acid free because that means that it will last longer. And in relation to the weight, it also has heavier weighted pages, which I didn't even know was a thing, but that just means that it doesn't flip over when you're writing and it can be left on your table for the next day as a nice visual prompt. This journal, the Sleepy Joe journal is really useful for improving sleep. Like I mentioned, because it calms down a busy mind and it can help alleviate some anxiety. It's all about journaling in the evening to kind of have a bit of a brain dump of everything that's swirling around your mind. Put your thoughts on paper, capture those thoughts so that you can have a clearer mind. It was designed because 
the founder completely understands what it's like to be a busy, stressed mum who isn't sleeping well at all. So it's a simple minimalist tool to help you to live your best life. It's all about improving feelings of gratitude, productivity, positivity, and happiness, as well as organization. Now, I do have a discount code for these beautiful journals, and it's a really generous one. It is for 20% off. Now, to take 20% off these journals, use the code KYLIE20, all in capitals. Now, I also would love it if you jump over and check out their Instagram account as well. Their handle is at sleepyjoe underscore. And the reason that I wanted to put this journal with this podcast in particular is because I've met the woman who started this company, who started this brand. She's so warm. She's so engaging. We bumped into each other one day, actually just here near where I live on the path when we were both out for a bit of a walk. And she shared with me her story about how she really suffered with insomnia on top of already the exhaustion that comes along with getting up and down all night when you have a baby. But her doctor, which sounds like she has an amazing doctor, her doctor suggested journaling. And after some research and countless nights drawing up the pages, she went a step further. She didn't just journal, she designed and created one. So in this beautiful, heavy journal, it prompts you, which I think is really important if you struggle to journal in particular. Having written prompts takes the guesswork out of it. And some people will say to me, journaling for them feels a little bit like creating a vision board. They feel a bit silly, you know, writing dear diary or whatever it is. So having prompts takes that away from you. It removes that because it's a question and answer and it's so cathartic. So you can establish journaling before you go to bed at night, have that mind dump, feel so much more grateful for what it is that you do have and get a better night's sleep. So that is the Sleepy Joe journal and the discount code is Kylie20 for 20% off. I will make sure that we have the website as well in the show notes, but if you just head to their Instagram, you'll be able to find all of the info and that handle again is at sleepyjoe underscore. Now let's get into this episode where I will be talking with you about my mental toolkit. Okay, so let's talk toolkits. I love the expression toolkit and I have no idea where I first heard it, no doubt borrowing it from somewhere. And I just want to pass on the whole idea of having a toolkit, not just for you, but also for the people in your family as well. If you can encourage your loved ones to have a mental health toolkit so that when they go through times of stress and worry, which we all do to varying degrees for varying reasons, one of the things is we all face hard times. So it's important to know ourselves well enough to know the things, the strategies, the tools that we can lean on in those moments of not feeling our best self. Because when we are low, it's actually really hard to think about what it is that you need in that moment. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. But if you have a go-to, if you have a bit of a system, it takes away some of the guesswork and removes some of the resistance and you can create a brain pathway so that when you are down, you have this toolkit to turn to. Now, when I think 
of a toolkit. I imagine like a little tackle box, like a little proper toolkit. And you might even want to create a physical toolkit. You might want a special little box or container of some sort. And I think that this would be really good to do with kids. They would probably really benefit from having a special shoe box with suggestions in it. And as an adult, you can certainly do this as well. Or perhaps it's more like your toolkit actually looks like a journal or a document on your phone. If you're digitally minded, it doesn't matter what or where or how. It's just knowing that you have these things tucked away for a rainy day. So I want to share with you some of the things that I lean on when I'm not feeling great. And perhaps these are ones that you can put in your toolkit as well. And as I'm sharing these, if they resonate with you, write them down so that it's easy for you to then come back and add them to your own. Or it might just spark a bit of a thought of, oh, you know, take you down a path of thinking of something else that's entirely unique to you that you can add to your own. So be ready to take some notes if you feel so inspired. My first go-to when it comes to managing my anxiety or having a lower mood or that fight, flight, freeze response that I often get is number one, movement. Movement for me is a non-negotiable. And in another podcast episode, I spoke with um, Dr. Peter Wright about PMDD. And one of the ways that I combat my PMDD is movement. It's so important for me to move. And so, as I mentioned, when we are feeling anxious, often it will show up in our body. It might be a tightness in our our chest or an awful feeling like that pit feeling in your stomach, that knot or whatever it is, but it might create that fight, flight, freeze response. So fight is, you know, being aggressive and wanting to tackle things head on. Flight is wanting to run away. And freeze is just being stuck and not moving. Now, movement for me, that physical action of taking action is really beneficial for pulling me out of a bit of a mental slump because it has so many effects on your brain. The endorphins that are released, the feel-good chemicals, and just the knowledge that you're doing something positive and taking an action can then spur you on to take more positive actions. And it also drops me into a bit of a meditation-like state. And the reason I have movement in my toolkit, not a particular type of movement, is because it varies. Some days it will be a very slow, steady walk. Other days it's that, you know, I guess response to fight or flight, needing to run, needing to move needing to really, really sweat hard to loud music, or perhaps it's yoga and stretching and dropping into my femininity more. So it doesn't matter what the movement is as much as it matters that I just move. For you, it could be paddle boarding. It could be um, just a full body stretch, foam rolling, anything, anything that feels good for you. Dancing, dancing is so powerful. Now the next one Tool number two is journaling. And, you know, this podcast episode at the start of it, I mentioned the Sleepy Joe journals. So, so great for journaling. And I love that they have a prompt in them. If you need another prompt, a great one is what would wisdom have me do? If you're feeling a bit low, it can be hard to 
actually access your healthy, wise adult mind, as my friend Dr. Libby calls it. But if you get a pen and a paper and you ask yourself the question, what would wisdom have me do right now? Or another question is, what do I need? And just see what comes through you. There's no wrong or right response, just what comes out. And you can throw it out straight away. You don't have to keep it, but just actually spewing your thoughts out, so helpful. I heard a quote recently on a podcast that I love, and the quote was along the lines of, I don't know what I think until I write it. And I really resonate with that. You know, even just yesterday, I was feeling an overwhelm of people needing my attention and I was feeling so pulled and I just thought, I'm just going to take a minute and I got my journal out and I wrote, what do I need? And I started just jotting things down and it just made me feel so much more centered and that's why it's such a big part of my toolkit. Number three is to reach out to a friend. And you could even have in yours, reach out to a professional. That's a big one as well. Doesn't have to be a friend. If you don't have someone that you can reach out to and be vulnerable, that's okay. And perhaps even reaching out and being vulnerable might not be what you need in that moment. And it very well could be, like I would recommend (laughs) being honest, but it could just be reaching out in a lighthearted way. Perhaps you need more of a lighthearted distraction. There's no wrong or right but connection is the antidote to loneliness. And, you know, sometimes it is better to go inward, but other times it's much better to reach out with a voice message, a phone call or an in-person hangout and just have that connection. You could also have that connection with pets. Like for me, sometimes just taking Lou for a walk or playing with Lou is really helpful because when you are feeling lonely and when you're low, you do feel lonely. You tend to feel like, oh, I'm in this by myself or no one's experienced this. So just bringing yourself up out of that and connecting in some way is powerful. Now, number four in my toolkit is water. Having a bath or a shower or getting in the ocean is such a big shift for me. It changes my state. And when you change your physical state, you can change your mental state. And I mean, I'm not super into astrology. I don't know a lot about it, but I do think that I'm a typical Cancerian, bit of a crab. And I feel at home when I'm in the water or by the water. So I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this, like having moments where you just sit on the floor of your shower and you're you're just there for the water, like you're just there in a little safe cave that you need. So sometimes it is that it's getting in the shower and having a big cathartic cry. Sometimes it's sitting in a bath and just letting time pass surrounded in water. Adding magnesium to your bath is life-changing if you are an empath and you're sensitive to energy of other people or just trying to bring up your own energy. Add some magnesium, some Epsom salts, some essential oils, create a bit of a haven. If that's not accessible, which it very well might not be, there are many moments where you can't just say, oh, hey, I'm not feeling great. I'm going to go have an essential oil bath. Um, Even just running cool water over your wrists can change your state and help you to recenter as well. If you are fortunate enough to live by a body of water, get out 
and get close to it. So if it's a walk at the beach, if it's by a lake, if it's getting near a waterfall, whatever it is, just get around that energy source. I feel like it's really, really helpful. Now, the next one is to be aware of self-soothing with some self-care. Sometimes (laughs) um, as a mum, you just feel absolutely tapped out from mothering everyone else in your life. And you don't even need to be a mum to feel tapped out from mothering other people. You might just be maternal. You might just be giving so much to people in your life and you've forgotten to give to yourself. When we, we, when, blah, 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 when we become adults, getting a bit tongue-tied, when we become adults, sometimes we don't have people looking after us. And so mothering yourself is so important. So asking yourself, what does self-soothing with self-care look like for you? For me, it is a face mask and a fluffy robe and a really high quality body moisturizer. There's just something about giving yourself that level of, I don't know, attention and care and respect that can really lift you a little bit. And now I'm not naive as to think that a face mask can fix everything, but sometimes it's a little step in the right direction of mothering yourself and self-soothing. Next is to do something for someone else. To shift your focus outward can be a really, really um, effective tool in your toolkit Because when we are focusing inwards and we're caught up in how low we're feeling or what we're feeling, again, we forget that other people are out there and it's, I don't know, sometimes it can make our problems feel bigger than they are the more that we focus in on them. And so do something for someone else. Shift your focus outward. And there are so many ways that you can do this, whether it's making a meal for a neighbor who's just had a baby or checking in with a relative that you've not spoken with for a while, bringing a stranger's bin in for them, a random act of kindness if you don't have people in your life that you want to do something for. It could just be writing a letter or a card of gratitude to someone in your life. Like just sitting down with a blank card and writing a letter to a friend that you really value or your partner or your kids or whatever it is, just focus outward, be of service. There are so many ways you can be of service. You can show up and help a friend, you know, send a message and say, hey, I know that you've been meaning to clean out your car. (laughs) That's what's on my mind because my car is absolutely putrid and I need to clean it out. (laughs) Or, you know, I'm sat here now in my office looking out the window and my garden is full of weeds. And there have been times when my girlfriends have just turned up and weeded the front garden and you know they're they're turning outwards it's an act of service so you can do so many things for other people I really enjoy baking for other people like I'll make a batch of bliss balls pop them in some brown paper bags with a little love note and just go and leave them for the people in my life that I care about feels nice to do that now the other one that I want to share with you is something I'll do when I'm feeling particularly low, particularly anxious, not like just when I'm feeling shit and I'm struggling. You know, if I have that tightness in my chest and I'm not breathing well, I will set a timer because I just think, okay, I just need to focus on this moment. So I shared a mantra that I love, which is current moment, only moment. 
or present moment, only moment, whatever feels right for you. They both mean the same thing, but it's basically just going, okay, I just need to get through this moment. So rather than being overwhelmed by all the things I need to do or all the time in front of me and just the, the unknown and the uncertainty that we can all feel at different times for different reasons, it's setting a timer for even 10 minutes and going, you know what, I'm just going to get through the next 10 minutes in a safe way. I'm going to, and when I say safe, what I mean by that is, you know, just whatever feels right. I'm going to lie on the floor with my feet up the wall. <laughs> I'm going to put myself into bed. I'm going to sit on the floor of my cupboard, whatever, whatever it is, just set a timer to know, okay, I'm just going to focus on these next few minutes. And that might seem really dark for some people, but I think that if you have experience in going through something hard, just focusing on the next five minutes, the next two minutes and getting through those can make it feel more achievable. Now, another tool in my kit is breathing, which of course, breathing, we're all breathing right now, thank goodness. But I have a tendency to hold my breath and not breathe deeply and I, it gets shallow and I hold anxiety in my chest. And then that cause me, causes me, I think, I'm just guessing, not a doctor, but I think it causes me some digestive issues as well because I'm just like blocking up all of my system by not breathing fully. So I will focus on box breathing. Now, box breathing is when you breathe in for four, hold for four, um, and exhale for four. And I think it's called box breathing because you think of the four sides of a square when you're doing it. So if you breathe in like... And you think of like the four sides of a box while you do it. And then you hold for four. And then you exhale for four. That was a bit quicker than four because I'm sure it's not gripping listening. Um, but that is a really helpful technique as well for me to just drop back into my body. Another little thing that I have in my toolkit is music. I have playlists, different playlists for what I need at that moment. Sometimes it's like I need a whole lot of karaoke bangers, really tragic ones as well. I'm sure that my neighbors absolutely hate some of my playlists, but those sorts of songs that you just can't help but sing along. I'm talking like your Whitney Houston, your um, your Lisa Loeb, like nothing, like just those sorts of songs that you just, you can't help but sing along to can be so helpful. And sometimes it is that you need those up tunes and other times you need a playlist that matches your mood and that's more cathartic and that's okay as well. There are times when part of your healthy toolkit is actually accessing those emotions. So pulling yourself into feeling what it is that you need to feel so that you can let it come up and out and let go of it. There have been times when I've struggled to access my emotions and that's why another thing in my toolkit is to read some beautiful poetry because I find that really, really helpful in just unlocking and accessing emotions. You know, I'll, I will pick up a book like um, Ruby Quar's The Sun and Her Flowers and just reading some words that will hit me if if I need them to hit me. Isn't it funny how the universe will just make you open the page that you need to read? And I guess the meaning is what you make it, but that can help you to access emotions or a sad song, like I said, or a sad movie. I will tell you right now, I had a week where I was really 
struggling in the earlier days of the separation, like really, really low. And also struggling to connect with those feelings of lowness, like they were just below the surface all the time and I was having trouble getting them out. And I put on a movie called Marriage Story, I think. Marriage Story, I think that's what it's called. And it's got Scarlett Johansson in it. And I had avoided watching it because I'd read the or I'd watched the trailer to it. And I was like, oh, gosh, no, 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 no. That's a little too close to home for me. But when I allowed myself to watch it and I had that really, really ugly cry you know those cries where like your body is just heaving and it comes from your chest and it comes from your belly and you have to get it out watching that movie I cried from the opening credits all the way to the end um so sometimes poetry songs a movie can really help you to access those feelings that are below the surface if you are feeling paralyzed or stuck and not able to access it and you know that it needs to come up and come out So those are just a couple of things that are in my toolkit and I hope that by me sharing some of these things, it will encourage you to think about what it is that you need when you're not feeling great and do you need to create a physical toolkit where you open it? Is it a jar that you pull something out of and you just, you make that commitment when you feel shit, you open that jar and you pull one piece of card out and you do whatever the flip is on that card um, to make yourself feel a little bit better, you know, and you could have as little or as many things in that jar, in that toolkit and just promise yourself that you're going to do them. It's very similar to the first episode I ever recorded of this podcast was sharing with you ways that I improved my happiness when I became a new mum and I realised that I felt very caught between identities and just doing things for the kids, for the babies all day, every day. I made a commitment to do at least one thing every day that made me feel happy and these were very little things. But I had a list of these things and I made a commitment that I would do at least one of them. And if I could do more brilliant, but at the very bare minimum, just one. And, you know, there's another food for thought episode that I've recorded about habits. And I speak about how important it is to understand that just improving by 1%, a small increment improvement can have a huge impact on your life. Um, Not just your life, on your week, your day, your month. And so maybe... It doesn't feel within your reach to make all of these grand changes and maybe even doing all of the things in your toolkit seems like just not achievable for you right now for whatever reason or when you're having a crappy day, but it could just be doing one thing or maybe it's even just looking at the jar, you know, and considering doing something. And then the next time you have a hard moment, you might follow through with it. So little changes And having a toolkit is so important. Review your toolkit. Have things in there that aren't reliant upon other people. I've spoken about this on Instagram. Don't put your kids in your toolkit. Of course, there are things you can experience with them and you can, you know, play a game with them or do acts of service for them for sure. But don't rely on other people um, to fulfill you or be in that toolkit. Perhaps that's a whole other topic for another day. But 
Anyway, if you enjoyed this episode, it really would mean a lot to me if you jump over to Instagram and let me know. Um, Let me know what it is that you're going to put in your toolkit. Upload a photo of your toolkit, you know, or creating it. Take a screenshot of this episode now and tag me on stories at Kylie Camp so that I can share on my Instagram account as well. And while you're over on Instagram, don't forget to check out the at Sleepy Joe journals. It's a brilliant gift for yourself. It could certainly go in your toolkit. Um, it's a great, it's a great way to add more positivity and gratitude to your day. And like I always say, if we're improving our day, then we're improving our whole life. That discount code for the Sleepy Joe journal is Kylie20 for 20% off. They also have some great planners. I am a planner. I love, I love pen to paper. It feels so good to be organized. It's also an awesome gift. If you need to get some gifts for Christmas, because Christmas is going to be here in a hot minute, take advantage of that discount code. Brilliant gift for anyone in your life who you think would benefit from having a little more positivity in their life. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this episode and I'll see you over on Instagram. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 